Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Cudder, Woulda, Shudder. So first off this week, we'll be doing an advice special, Analyze That, where we'll be looking at some famous quotes. Then, a high elf has been taken from his video game world and plopped down in our very real world in a roleplay. And finally, we're off to Tinseltown once again to hear what's been happening with Kevin Hart and an elephant. Okay, here we go. Episode 65 of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. 65, what's an interesting fact about 65, John? Um, I don't know. I thought you normally had the number facts. Yeah, well, I was wondering if you had one before I gave one. Um, 65 is the number of times Evil Knievel jumped to the Grand Canyon. That's a better one than mine, so we'll go with that one for the fact this week. Okay, so how are you doing? You okay? I've got to level with you, Barrett. What? That fact was completely made up. Well, it's it's locked in as the fact of the week now, John. You need to do your research before you give facts like that. I'll do better next time. Yeah, yeah well, I expect you do. Okay, so you'd ask my question. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. All right. Do you want to Is know? Uh, well, no. Do you want to know what I've been up to? Yep. We're doing some tests. Okay, what kind of tests? uh, Well, I've been taking my heavy machinery tests to get my license to operate heavy machinery. Heavy machinery? Yeah, so, you know, if I've got any more projects, I can just do the whole thing myself. I won't have to pay people, get contractors into, you know, if I build another clinic or some other scheme like that, I'll be able to do it myself. Have you done, you know, a, a cost analysis, though? Would it be cheaper to get builders in than to buy a big truck yourself? Ah, uh, I'll have a look at that. Yeah, because there's not much point in you learning how to use heavy machinery if the, you know, the machines are going to be really expensive. Yeah. Right. What have you been up to? I've been up to something very interesting this week. Go on. So, do you know cushions? No. Oh, cushions, yeah. Yeah, cushions. So what there is in Oldham right now is there is the annual cushion competition. Right. I'm actually sat on a cushion right now. Well, you could have done something else with that cushion this week. What the cushion competition is, is it basically brings cushion lovers together, and in the festival itself, there is a competition where you put your cushions up against other people's cushions and it's sort of like a beauty pageant for cushions right well this one it looks good but it's had a bit of wear and tear off my backside well you see there's a that's that's an aesthetic you know there is a sort of categories like sort of authentic cushions people count towards that you know what color is your cushion mostly red 
not red is not really the fashion right now. It was a right. fashion back in sort of 2005, but wasn't really. It's not really something that many cushion judges like these days. I'll wait for it to come back round then. Yeah, well, it might do. There are a couple of red cushions that were entered this year, but they were sort of seen as throwbacks, and so they didn't get very yeah. far. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been watching some of that. They they stream live on their uh, YouTube. Can you go in person as well? Yeah, I went in person for a couple of days. A couple There's, of days? How long does it run? It's for a full week. There's rounds and everything. There's like the round of 28, 128, wow. which happens on the Monday, and then they go through like that, and the finals on the Sunday. But during that time, you can go and sit on some cushions, you can go and talk to other cushion fanatics, you know, all, all that good stuff. And there's even like areas where you can knit your own cushion, do they ever have like um do they ever have like famous cushions there? Yeah, sometimes. They have some sort of you know, they had some Spanish royalty cushions there the other right. year. One that Prince Philip II actually sat on once. Amazing. Yeah. And there was one from the American Revolution. It was a bit right. torn, but that was nice. And there was a little bit of a fabric from an ancient Sumerian cushion as well. Wow. Yeah. I've just looked up. They also had a cushion from the van that the A-team drove. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I remember that one. It wasn't that impressive because there were big cheek marks in that one. Right. Because Mr. T sat down on it hard quite a lot. Yeah. So a lot of the, the plumpness of the cushion had been lost. But, yeah, it was an interesting relic anyway, I suppose. Right. Exciting. Yeah, Exciting so, yeah that's what I've been up to. It's been, it was a good weekend. I also should mention, Barrett, this maybe should have been the first thing. It's a bit more important than the heavy machinery. Oh. My book, which I mentioned last week, oh, yeah, yeah. has sold 43 copies. Okay, good, good. Got to start somewhere. What do you mean? Well, like, you you know, you're not like me. You're not in the in triple figures yet, are you? Oh, that's only a week now. Yeah, well, I mean, I was triple figures on the first week, so... Right, well, I'll keep you updated, all right? Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Just don't plug it too much, okay? You know how I don't like to plug my books. No, that's fair. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my book, Be Your Best Brain. I won't plug it. Um, like, I won't tell people the way you can get it and stuff, like Waterstones and worldofbooks.com. Yeah. Good. Good, that's fine. So, if you had any follow-ups or any sort of interesting tidbits you've learned from... You're weak away from the microphone? No. Oh. Well, neither have I. Right. So, um, should we just move on then? Better add. Okay, let's go. Now, what was his motivation? She hasn't got a clue. He's on Sam. His dialogue's shocking. Striking portrayal of brains. Whoa, did you see that? More like the ending burst. Analyze that. All right, and it's a hearty return for Analyze That this week because we're not just talking about one film or one book or one anything, really. We're talking about multiple pieces of content here because we're talking about an advice special. We've got some special quotes from some special characters 
and we're going to learn about what they say in films. Right. So are you excited, John? I am. Let's let's analyse them. All right. So I've got some quotes here for you. So I'm not going to say who they're from. Okay. Okay. So you could have a good guess, maybe. Yeah, I like they're that. From. Um, and then we're going to sort of give our scores on yep. whether this piece of advice is good or bad. So give it a good advice or a bad advice, okay? Yep, yep. All right, so I'm going to start with this one, okay? A friend should always underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. Right. What do you think of that one? Just trying to figure that one out. I'll say it again. You say a friend should or does? A friend should always uh, underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. Can I guess who that's from? Yeah, yeah. Is it from the Terminator? No, it's not did, from did the, the Terminator. Did the Terminator say it? No, he didn't, no. Oh, I thought he might have said it to the little kid when they were on the motorbike. No, he didn't, no. It would have been a good time to say it, I think, because I think... I think the Terminator, especially as a character, knows the differences between friends and enemies because yeah. it's programmed into his psyche. Yeah. However, it's not him. What do you think of the piece of advice first? Do you agree with it? I think a friend is someone who knows your virtues bang on. Oh, right, so he doesn't so, even underestimate it. No, I think that bit's wrong. Okay. What about the enemy bit? Enemy, yeah, good. Never show your true brilliance to your enemy. I think that's okay. from The Art of War, actually. Right, well, we're not talking about that one here. In terms of... So do you want me to tell you who said that? Can I have one more guess? Yeah, go on. One of the old people in Oliver Twist. No, it wasn't. It's a bit out there. It was Don Vito Corleone from The Godfather. Ah. You know, because he's all about that, isn't he? He is. He's, he's a mafioso member. Friends close and your enemies closer. And... Mm-hmm. So is that a good or a bad piece of advice there, John? Altogether, well, I've got to say good or bad, haven't I? I think altogether it's good. Okay. Okay, so one nil to good there. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to read out another one now. You uh, let me know what you think about this one. Our lives are defined by opportunities, even the ones we miss. Right. I, I'd agree with that. Our life is defined by opportunities, even the ones we miss. Yeah, yeah, I like that it's all encompassing, even the ones because we miss. An opportunity, a missing of an opportunity is an opportunity in itself. Yeah, you can either regret it for the rest of your days or learn to accept that you can't grab every opportunity. Yeah, well, there was one, I've got an example for one, right? I had the opportunity to appear on The One Show once, right? Because, you know, this this um, podcast is going out to a few people now. And um, I was friends with Alex Jones, the presenter of the show. And she was like, oh, why don't you come on? You can do some advice. So that was an opportunity, right? But the problem is, is that I didn't answer her back um, because um, I, just for, I, just, I just forgot. Um, uh, right. And But, you know, there was an opportunity in me not doing that. Because the opportunity was I didn't get to appear on the one show. And also a learning lesson to check your emails more regularly. Yeah, but that's not really an opportunity, is it? It's a learning opportunity. Mm, I suppose. But I didn't see it like that anyway. Right, you said that then. 
Um, okay. Well, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't give me a guess. Go oh, on, give me a not. guess before. Um, was it one of those um, little yellow TikTok fellas that everyone loves? Mm, no, it wasn't. No. Right. Go on then. It was Benjamin Button. The curious fella. Yes, the curious case of Benjamin Button, the man who was born as a man, as an old shriveled man, and grew backwards into a babby. He said that. I assume not as a babby. I think it was David Fincher's best film. Who? Okay, so should we have one last one? Maybe another one after that. I'm quite into this. All right, well, I'm just conscious of time. Okay, so who said this? All we have to decide is what to do with the time this is given to us. Gandalf the Wizard. Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah, it was. Well done. Oh, thank you. Which, which, well, I think which it's bad lo- advice. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. Which one was it from? Which Gandalf the Wizard? No, well, yeah, actually. Which, which Gandalf was it? The Grey. It was Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. So well done. Okay, why do you think it's bad voice? I think it's bad voice because I think there's plenty more decisions you've got to make. Yeah, well, yeah. What socks to put on? What breakfast to have? Should I even have breakfast? Mm -hmm. Time doesn't come into the equation for them. No. I don't think Gandalf thought about that, did he? I mean, he's come out with a lot of good stuff, but you know they say, like, broken clocks right twice a day. I think mm-hmm. even a really good clock sometimes like skips a second or two. Well, knowing Gandalf, probably a few more times he's a bit old, isn't he? Mm. Anyway, okay, so well done. You got one right there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read out a last one because you requested yeah, it. And you have one. a bit of time. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Right. Shall I guess who it's from first again? I mean, yeah, or you can tell me what you think about the advice. First of all... I think it's Hermione from the Harry Potter films. Yeah, she was a bit thrifty, yeah. wasn't she? She did want to get lots of money. Um, or, I don't think it was actually made explicit, but you could just tell, couldn't you? And she was just a bit of a know-it-all, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, having said that, though, no matter what I think of the young lady, good advice. You like it? I think it's good advice, yeah. Yeah, but what about if you owed somebody something, you know? Well, like, well, like you say, I gave you a motorbike that was really good. Oh, right? thanks! And I just gave it you for free, right? Right. Wouldn't you be like, oh, I need to give something back to him in return? Depends. Is it then a really I'd good be, motorbike? I'd be doing so. I'd be doing it for free, wouldn't I? Yeah. I'd just give you a. Oh. I don't think you need to be give me a motorbike for free, would you? No, I wouldn't, no. I'd ask you to pay for it. Right. So um, so you like this piece of advice then? Yeah, I think, um, well, we do this podcast, right? Yeah. We're good at it. Mm-hmm. And we don't do it for free. I mean, people plug ads on it, don't they? Yeah. So Some better than others. There's my life, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let you know who it's from. It's by the Joker from The Dark Knight. Oh, not him. Yeah. Not sure. I'm not mm. sure I like it anymore now. You don't like the piece of advice? No, I changed my mind. 
Just because it's a joker. Yeah, well, he's bad, isn't he? What do you think of it, then? Yeah, but if it comes out of a person's mouth, it doesn't matter, does it? It comes out of anyone's mouth. Right. Mm. I'm well, a bit mixed on that one. Okay, so that was some analyse that. We an- we analysed some good quotes there. I kind of enjoyed that. You I know? thought that was a good one. Mm. So I hope we get to do this again sometime. But for now, we move on. Let's go. Got something that needs squeezing. Call the squeezers and we'll get it sorted. We've got guys with great big hands ready to get the job done. Maybe there's a bit of shampoo left in the bottle. Maybe a feral animal needs strangling. Or maybe you just need a firm, non-lethal hug. Get the squeezers on the dog and bone and we'll be round quick as you like. Custody. What would you do if you were on the run? What would you do if you hurt your bum? What would you do if you upset your mum? What would you do if you found a gun? Sometimes, you've just got to be there, man. It's roleplay problems. Another roleplay. Oh, okay. Ready? Steady. Go! Oh, wait, we, wait, we don't normally do that. Why'd you trick me into doing that? Sorry. Um, so, do you want a little bit of a lowdown before I get them on the phone? No, I want to go straight in. Right, ringing them now. I don't normally like doing that, actually, because I I don't know who the hell's going to be on the end of the phone now. Hello? Hello. What? Hello. You have to speak up a bit louder. I can't hear Hello. you. Hello. Right, that's too loud. How are you? Who are you? I am Ardril Balanor, 17th of the Balanors, from the video right. game Angels of Eternity 9. You having me on? Because you just having a prank or you having a daft laugh? The noblest of elves do not prank. Elves? Pranking is beneath us. So where are you calling from, Lapland? No, I am calling from the township of Warrington. Warrington? I have been plucked from my world and placed into your own. Right, so you are in a video game and now you're not. Correct. Okay, so um, how did that happen then? I, Ardril Balinor... Can I, can I stop you there? No. That's too long. That name's too long. So we call you Ardy. That sounds like a dwarven name. No, it's not. What? There's no dwarves here. Well, I mean, technically. Oh, I like that. Well, you don't like dwarves, do you? Call me Ardy. But remember Ardy. to roll the R. Ardy. Shall I tell you how I came upon Warrington? Yeah. That's what I asked originally, Ardy. Let's go. Tell me. I, Ardy, right. was about to reach my 39th level. Well, is, that like, is that like birthdays or something? Sort of. Oh, okay. I was about to receive a perk and a bountiful XP. Right. 
when everything went dark. Right, okay. Did you close and just your eyes? as quickly as the darkness had fallen upon me, a brilliant white light came after. Okay. And I awoke in my flat sit in Warrington. Right, okay. So you you were you're in Warrington now, right? Yes. Right, okay. So um I'm sat in my living room. Right, okay. I'm very confused. So what do you want to do? Why have you rang me up? I am lost. I have no goals or quests to accomplish. No hand to guide me. Right, well, I mean, that's not how it works here. You've got to do stuff for yourself in this world. Oh. Yeah. You're not getting controlled by a little small boy in a little bedroom with a little button and little knobs to control you. But without little Kevin 411, what will I do? You're going to have to do your own thing, Ardy. Well, g give me a small starter quest to get me, to get me going. Uh, all right, first of all, we don't call them quests here. We call them things to do. Oh. Right. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, do you have any milk in the house or in the flat? Milk. Do you, dr do you drink milk? My flatmate has some milk in the fridge, but he told me it is a grave offence to drink it. Okay, can, can I just roll back? So you met, you've met some people in this world? Yes. So are they not a bit... What do you look like? Do you look like an elf? Of course I look like an elf. I am a Balinor. Right, so... Are I people just happy that... and pale. People are just... Yeah. But people are just like, oh, it's it's all right. If you, I'm very confused. Are you like somebody else in their eyes, or? Well, uh, my long blonde hair covers my elven ears. You see, they've made lots of jokes about my height, saying I should become a member of a basketball team. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. Okay, so you right? Yeah, right. So. Let's just, let's go out and get some milk. Do you have any money on you? I have but three pieces of silver. Right, um, so what, what does it say on the silver? Are they different shapes? Two have the sigil of the highest elf council upon them, and one has the head of your own monarch. Right, okay, so throw the other two away. They're not, they're not useful here. What's oh. the one with the monarch on it? What, how much is that? It says... Five pinch. 5p. Okay, so we've got 5p. Oh, yes. Your tongue is very confusing to me. Right, well, we, haven't, we can't really get much with 5p. So, oh. also... Right, okay, so here's what we have to do, right? Is your flatmate in right now? Uh, one of them is. I can hear him banging. Right, okay, interesting. So, I shall, think what you need to I do... Shall I knock on his door? No, don't do that. Walk around and see if you can find... It looks like a little rectangular... It looks like a little rect rectangular block, right? Yes. It, it's it. That's called a wallet. Ah, wallet. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know what type of world you've come from, but you, you know, like little money sacks where people keep their money. 
Yes, a pur a coin purse. Yeah, it's like that, but we don't use we don't use coins much here In anymore. Angels of Eternity Nine, you can purchase microtransactions if you don't have enough time to play the game and get the money the normal way. Would you like to do that now? No, I can't. We can't, we don't have microtransactions in this world. Oh, sorry. We just I have uh, the normal ones. I have found the wallet of Craig. Right, do you see a little card in there? It's got yes. like it's got like little bits of writing on it. Yes. They're all jossing out. Yes. Right, take that. Yes. Yeah, and then we'll go out. Okay. Okay, good. So, right, are you outside now? I just have to remember my keys. Oh, good. All right. I'm outside. Okay. This is the first time I've been outside since arriving in your realm. Okay, so... Look over the road. Oh, you likely bastard. Oh, Who is that? Oh, I don't know. Some, some children rode past on a motorised horse and yelled yelled things at me. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's uh, that's quite common. So, I think... Look over the road, first of all, and tell me, do you see any signs there? Mm. Signs over, over buildings. We are looking for a merchant, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There is a Barclays Bank. Yeah, don't need that. There is a Cochen's Pharmacy. No... Oh, and there is a Tesco Express. Yeah, we'll go there. Go there. Right, okay. Are you in? I'm... One. I just need to wait for the metal boxes to stop. What? I don't... I don't understand. What? The metal boxes that are whizzing past. Oh, the cars. Yeah, just walk over. They'll stop. Oh. I, are you quite sure? Yep. Ah, yes, they're stopping for me. Yep, good. Thank you. Okay, so, um, go in the to shop. Yes. Okay. Is there a password to get into? No, you just go in. Yes, I'm in the okay. shop. Okay, good. Right, now. Merchant, you... I nope. would like to be purchasing. What? So, you don't do that here. Oh. Um, so, walk. Walk around and see if you can find a really cold area. Okay. Yes? Yeah. Oh. Ah, this must be the area of which you speak. It is as cold as the hilltops of Baraknar. Right, um, but okay. But no colder. Right, no, okay, cool. So, can you see there, there is a carton of I'm, white liquids. I must be wary of frost trolls. Or they will steal my wallet. Well, there are uh, a few rather big people that come into shops sometimes, so yeah, you need to be careful, I suppose. So, yeah, pick up one of those white white cartons. Ah, yes. With white liquid in it. Bilk. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, get the one with the... Semi-skimmed. Yeah, the one with the green label. Get that one, yeah? Yes. Everyone likes that one. So... Now go to the merchants. Yes. And put the the carton on the counter. Is he the one in the sheepskin bearing the sigil of this store? Um 
Yes. Okay. I'm there. I'm putting down the milk. Yeah, and don't say anything weird like. I have no coin on me. Good tidings. Uh, right. Don't say that. He's asking if I have taken of the drink this evening. Um, tell him no. No ale for me this eve. Oh, you actually... Okay, cool. All right, you understood the sort of connotations for that. So... Oh, there is but plenty to drink in Angels of Eternity 9. Right, okay. Um, in, right. One such drink can replenish your health. And well, give you this extra milk, mil milk might be able to replenish your health, so come on. How, right, now... How do I pay for milk? Right, so you know that card that you nicked from your flatmate before? Yes. All right. So you'll see there's a little rectangular thing with little buttons on it on the ground. Ah. Yeah, That's so you nice. just hover the card over the over that. Yes, okay. And it should make a nice ding noise and you can pay. There you are, merchant. He's he's he said uh am I having him on? No, you're paying by card. What does this fine. mean? You have you're paying by card, so you should be fine. He says he says he does not need to see my ID this evening. Oh, oh! Did you put the wrong one up? I picked up the card with the numbers and writing on oh. a small pink card bearing the face of my housemate. No, we don't use that one. But I need the milk, good sir. Okay. Um. Right. And it's not 5p, the milk, is it? Ask him that. Is the milk but five of your pennies? He's telling me I'll have to leave soon if I don't stop this tomfoolery. Right, well, um... Right, well, you're not going to be here for long, so I don't... I wouldn't I, recommend this for other people. Uh, I have an idea listening. of my own, Barrett. Oh, right, okay. There was a man outside, there was an abundance of coins. Sat on the floor. Okay. What, what if I were to use some of his coins to purchase the milk? But you have to give him something in return. That's how transactions work. Ah. Uh, he could have the small plastic card I took from Craig. Okay. See if let's see if he would go for that. Just tell tell the, the merchant then. You'll be back in five minutes. Yes. Merchant, I will be back in but five of your minutes. Okay. He says don't bother, but I, I will be back. Okay. So, um, where's this man then on the ground? Who is uh, he, first of he, all? Is he some sort of billionaire or what? He must be. He is rich in your five pennies. Right, okay. I will just shake him to wake him up. Uh, he's asleep. Please wake up, sir. I have a transaction on offer. Just say R.D. I have been instructed by my friend that I am just R.D. Okay. Listen, I don't do any trouble. They've said I could be here. They've said I could be here. I don't think this is a billionaire, R.D. You may remain here. I want to offer you this small card for but a few of your pennies. Oh, 
And it, that was in date. Oh. Y yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can have that. Then I'll get my car back. I could drive it round. Okay. Thank that you for striking up a deal today. The heavens will look kindly upon you, good sir. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to understand all this. Oh, he's already run off. All right. All right, you, how many points have you got now? How many coins? I have a wealth of coins. Right. Certainly enough for milk. Yeah, well, yeah, well let's, let's go back in and see. Merchant, I will be purchasing the milk now. Here are the coins. He has made the milk make a funny beeping noise and he has handed it back to me. Okay, that's good. I've taken good. the coin. Yep. Get the receipt. What is receipt? Proof of purchase. Ah. Proof of purchase, please, merchant. He's telling me not to be so smart. But mm. he's given me the scroll I desire. Okay, cool. Goodbye. Oh, bye. No, to the merchant. Oh, right, okay. Not I thought you were you, finished. Dear cold iron friend of Elf. Okay. Um, so, I've given you a bit of a lesson how to sort of act in the world now. Ah. Do you think you're going to be alright to sort of carry on? Mm, I think so. If all that is required is I buy milk every day, I will be fine. Yeah, that's pretty much what a lot of people do. So, well, it's good to meet you, Ardy, and I'm sure being an elf in this world will get you riches beyond your wildest dreams. Oh, maybe one day I will bring more of my elven kind to the world, this world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd be that welcoming, but we could try. If you are ever in Angels of Eternity 9, Mr. Barrett Cold Iron, Please seek out the Balanor people. You are our ally. Right, okay, bye. Oh, the line's dead. Yep, I think he's gone now. Okay, interesting fellow. An elf, would you believe? Yeah, never spoken yeah. to an elf before. No. Bit jealous of you. Yeah, yeah, was he? Yeah, a little bit. But overall, he was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Yes. I taught him how to buy some milk. Right, useful skill to have. Yes, it is, and I hope he buys some more. Well, um, what was he called? Ardy. Yeah. Right, Ardy. I hope you like the podcast. Oh, he's not going to listen to a podcast, is he? Like, he's no. not. Uh, How did he contact us? Good question. Mm. I'll answer you while we play the jingle for the next section. Okay. No Hello, stand back, please. No Give us some room. No comment. Come on, out of the no way. Comment. Thank you. No Give us comment. some room. No comment. Why? It's only a celebrity problem. Oh right. Okay, so we did contact you on Craigslist. Yeah. Right. Okay. We shouldn't really poll people for role plays on Craigslist, to be honest, John. It's, there's a few weird people on there, and a few elves apparently too. Mm. Right. Anyway. What have you? Yeah, what have you got for us? So this week is a celebrity problem. So I've been in contact with our good friend Marty Bofkin again. Great. And this is what he had to say. Hey guys, it's Marty here, just snooping around today as usual. I've got some real hot dirt on Kevin Hart. Apparently Kev's been caught up in a scam. 
involving an elephant and a hamster. Can you believe that? I think he's paid over five million buckaroonies to create the first elephant-hamster hybrid. But it turns out the laboratory he hired is actually a big crack den. Who'd believe it, man? I think Mr. Hart needs some advice, and he needs his dreams to become a reality. So guys, help a guy out, would you? All right, so that was Marty there. Um, cool. As usual, snooping and getting into all sorts of shifty business. Yeah, so Kevin Hart, he's been... Well, he's been sort of in a bit of a rocker and a hard place, uh, an elephant yeah. and a hamster here. So, it's been hard. Yeah, so everyone knows that Kevin Hart's favorite animals are equally a hamster and an elephant. Yeah. The amount of times he's acted with them um, and done some funny sequences Voices with them. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard I think, he, be- he became fond of elephants after doing Jumanji. Probably. Yeah, he probably likes them now. So... He wants to, well, he does like them now because he wants to make an elephant hamster hybrid. Okay, so first of all, laboratory is a crack den. That's a problem. Now, my question is is the laboratory full of scientists who are crack addicts, or is it just full of crack addicts that are just posing as a laboratory? Yeah, I'm wondering how he got conned into this too. Mm. Well, he's a clever guy, isn't he? So Maybe, maybe they've just got like a good PR team. And he, yeah, you know, they contacted him. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely something to consider uh, when we give advice out to Kev. Okay, so what should we do? How should we get this elephant and this hamster to be his hybrid pet without having to go to a different laboratory? Oh, I've already so paid enough. Already paid gonna, enough. We're gonna do this for him then. What make this elephant hamster hybrid? I don't think yeah. we're gonna do it. Oh, we're just gonna tell him how to do it. I guess so. Right. Might be tricky. Let's give it Uh a go. Right. So let's think. Make sure they're real scientists to begin with. That should be called number one. Yeah, well, that's what I was bringing up before. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I brought up before, is if it's real scientists, it would make it easier because you could get them off the crack for a good 20 minutes and then they could probably do the operation then. So, in your mind, what is the hybrid? Is it just a hamster sewn onto an elephant? I think that's the best we're going to have to do right now. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to splice the genes. I think the hamster's okay. going to have to be yeah. sellotaped on top of the elephant. It'll have to, it'll have to, um, it'll have to settle for that, I think. Yeah. Um, so, maybe we don't need a doctor or scientist or surgeon. Hear me out. We, yeah. I can see you rolling your eyes. Mm-hmm. Hardware stores. What do you mean? Well, if the only requirement is that the two animals are fastened together, mm-hmm. there's plenty of ways to fasten two things together. Yeah, I suppose. So what we could do is we can get the hamster and the elephant, I think sellotape to begin with, yeah. then some duct tape. It's like a base well. layer. Yeah, duct yeah. tape. Yeah. Hamster wheel too. Don't I use think. a nail gun, please. No, no, yeah. Remember, we're on an elephant here. And yeah, I, I don't know what else really. Maybe some, here's, here's an idea, right. The hamster wheel powers the elephant. So what we could do is connect the hamster wheel with some tubes and connect it to his legs. Right. Brilliant. I'm a bit confused. I was just following the tubes in my mind. Mm. What do you think, also... John? Do you think that's a good idea? 
I think that's a great idea. So the hamster sort like of becomes down, the controller Mr. of the Mr. elephant. Hart. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Any more advice we could give him? Yeah. Gorilla glue. Gorilla glue, okay. Use that. And it was actually named because it was first used to glue two gorillas together. Oh, that's why it's called gorillas. So you know it'll work on like animal skin and hair and fur. I see. So I that see. could be an option. Yep. Okay, so now we've thought about how the hamster can go on top of the elephant, but how can the elephant go on top of the hamster if he wants a different way? Oh, no. This has got to end badly. Mm-hmm. Unless we tie helium balloons to the elephant first. So it's not too bad for the Yeah, it takes the weight out, yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering how many balloons that would take. Or, alternatively, we reinforce the hamster. Mm-hmm. How, you, how are we going to do that? I think that's one for just to source out later, really. Don't think we we really need to source it out now. So, you, so really, Kevin, because we don't want you getting conned by anyone else saying they're a doctor, go to a hardware store instead, right? Mm, yeah. Get your Gorilla Glue, get your tapes, various tapes. No mm -hmm. nails, no staples, please. Mm -hmm. Get that hamster attached to the elephant. And if you like, I think it's a good idea to see what Barrett said. Get the wheel to power the elephant. That's right. Yeah. You have to feed it less. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And also, yeah, you wouldn't have to climb up to see him that much, would you? Yeah. Because the elephant's pretty big. Okay, so is that a problem solved for Kev? Kev, what do you think? I, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I keep forgetting. I think it's a problem solved, and I'm sure he does too. Yeah. Come on, Kev. Let us know how you are next week, mate. Problem Cheers, solved. Cheers, Kev. And that's the end of the show. Wow. Yeah. Good show. Good show. Good, Good show, episode. boys. Yeah, very interesting chats we had today. Very interesting people we had on the show today. Mm. I can't wait for next time. Will there be somebody even more interesting on? I don't know who Probably. it is yet, but it will be. Yeah, we don't plan too far in advance with this. No, we don't. That's a little behind-the-scenes secret for you. Yeah. Well, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>